Hi, this is Steve Erspringer. You're listening to Worshiping God God's Way. And this is episode 39, and it's part two of our study of the book of Revelation. In Revelation 8, verse 4, And the smoke of the incense and the prayers of the saints rose before God from the hand of the angel. Prosuche, prayer, oratory, and worship. Those are three words that are found in the word prayers. In this verse in Revelation, with the word prayers of the saints, Jesus often prayed and worshiped at the same time. Look at Luke 24, verse 41. It says that he was kneeling, he was bowing, he expressed his attitude in the word theo, not theos, but theo. He was in a horizontal position, utterly prostrate, worshiping while he was praying. That is taking place in Revelation when you look at chapter 8, verse 4. The word in this verse is more than speaking prayers. It's more than holding little tiny beads and kissing them. It's more than just lifting our eyes to heaven, acting like we're praying. It is throwing oneself down. It is a mirror of Revelation 6, 9 through 11. Do you hear that? In chapter 9, verse 20, it says this, The rest of mankind, those who were not killed by the plagues, those people did not repent of the works of their hands so as to give up worshiping demons and idols of gold and silver and bronze and stone and wood, which these things are not able to see or hear or even walk. Neither did they repent of their murders their sorcery, their sexual immorality, or their stealing. At this moment in the Revelations, God is telling people that there will be a group, a large percent of people who will not repent at this moment, but they will prosuka neo, bowing down like a dog, kissing the Father's hand in love, but they'll be doing that towards the demons and the idols of gold and silver, bronze, stone and wood. And you can learn as much about that as you want to. I don't want to get into all those things, all those motifs, all those ideas. There's a lot there. The people in this verse, though, the church, he's talking to churches, they loved what they were serving and they would not exchange it for the one true God. There are people who would rather worship idols than worship God. That is a very old story, and it starts before Abraham was born. In Revelations 9, verse 11, Then a measuring rod like a staff was given to me, and someone said, Rise and measure the temple of God and the altar and those who worship there. In this verse, God takes interest in the altar of worship, and he measures it. How many people are there worshiping? Do you hear that? In Revelation 11, 16 through 17, he says this again. Then the 24 elders who were seated on their thrones before God, they fell on their faces and worshiped God, saying, We give thanks to you, Lord God Almighty, who is and who was, because you have taken your great power and you began to reign. The word again is pepto, 
They were going to cast all of their prosperity, all of their righteousness, all of their authority, and all of their strength. They're going to cast it to the ground, and they're going to bow down like a dog kissing the Father's hand in love. Bowing down, giving thanks. Do you remember the story of Paul and Silas in prison? Acts 16, 25. Chained to the floor on their knees, they bowed down and they gave thanks. In our churches, we give thanks with every song, with every prayer, with every offering, but we give little thought to worshiping God God's way. In Revelation 13, 8, and all those living on the earth will worship him. Everyone whose name has not been written in the book of life of the Lamb, who was slain for the foundations of the world. The people who don't believe in Jesus, they will worship Satan. That's what the Bible's saying. That's what Revelation's pointing to. He uses the word persukaneo here. He could use other words, but he uses this one. It says people will still bow down like a dog kissing the Father's hand in love. They will do that before Satan in the last days in the book of Revelation. If we are alive then, which some of us could be, we will see all of this in action. And we'll have to say, whoa, I think I read that somewhere. In Revelation 19.10, it says it again. Then I fell down at his feet to worship him. But he said to me, do not do that. John's talking not about God. He's talking about the angel that brought him the vision. And the angel says, I am a fellow servant with you and your brothers who hold to the testimony about Jesus. Worship God, exclamation point. The two greatest words besides Jesus is Lord. The next two words would be worship God. For the testimony about Jesus is the spirit of prophecy. Do you hear that? Everyone focuses when they read this verse, on the spirit of prophecy part. They seem to just drag that out. They look at it and go, wow, this is so cool. Jesus is the spirit of prophecy. Well, what happened before that? The angel fixes John's problem, telling John to prosukaneo pepto. That came first before they got to this part about Jesus is the spirit of prophecy. That's like a backup word saying this is the power behind it. You don't have a sense of the awesomeness or the power of God. But Jesus, he's the spirit of prophecy. You need to fall down before him. You need to fall down before him and worship him. Pepto, persukaneo. What John said to the angel really, I think, freaked that angel out. I think that angel almost had a nervous breakdown. He was bowing before an angel, and that angel saw the face of God and knew where God was, and he was thinking to himself, oh no, this is a bad thing to do. He's basically saying, you don't know the God you are standing before right now. In this place, right now, he is here. We meet all the time. We quote the verse where two or three are gathered. We see God hovering like this wonderful, giant, big bottle of grace being poured on us, which is wonderfully true. But sometimes we forget 
that Jesus is the spirit of prophecy. There's a power behind it. God's presence is there. If you can't get yourself to bow down, that's just as bad as bowing down before an angel. If you're not going to bow down at all, you might as well bow before an angel because then they'll straighten you out like they did to John. They'll tell you the truth. They'll tell you that you and your brothers who hold that testimony, we hold that testimony about Jesus. And he says, worship God. That's what he's telling us to do in the book of Revelations. Do you hear that? And again, he repeats this. This is Revelation 22, verse 8. He said, I'm the one who heard and saw these things. And when I heard and saw them, I fell down to worship at the feet of the angel who was showing them to me. But he said to me, don't do that. I'm a fellow servant with you and with your brothers, the prophets. And with those who keep the words of this book, worship God. There is a reason why this was repeated twice. God wants this to be an imprint on our minds. He wants us to know the word pepto, to fall down. He wants us to know that we have to cast ourselves down. Casting down our prosperity, casting down our righteousness, casting down our authority and our strength. Now, all of us must throw down our positions. We must throw down our prosperities, our personal righteousness, our personally gained authority, and all of our physical strength. But that is not saying that we abandon Jesus. It says just the opposite. Isaiah 66, this is what the Lord says. Heaven is my throne and the earth is my footstool. Where is the house you will build for me? Where will my resting place be? Has not my hand made all of these things? And so they came into being. Then he says this. These are the ones I look on with favor. Those who are humble and contrite in spirit and who tremble at my word. Did you hear that? Jesus did not pepto. He was not an elder or a human being. Jesus prosukineod before his father because he loved his father. He ministered to him. He served him with his life and his death and his resurrection. Jesus was a final age revelation worshiper. But this is the warning. It's like the sound coming from the bridge of the Titanic. There is a collision coming. It's ahead of us. But we do have time to prepare for it. At the end of the age, many unexplainable things are going to take place. Conspiracy theories are going to be rampant along with very strange doctrines. The warning signal that's been sounding for centuries, people are going to ignore it. But what it says in Revelations is that all nations, all peoples, those who have died and who are sleeping in their resting place, and those who will still be alive during the last days, will fall down and they will worship God. 
they will pepto prosukineo, like a revelation, a final age, a person who has been prepared and waiting and ready to worship God, God's way. Thank you.